Amen. Good morning, everybody on your feet. We are going to praise and worship our most awesome, most high God. Amen. He is worthy of every bit of the glory and the honor. We are so honored to have, this is one of my favorite days already. We're honored to have some ladies from Teen Challenge with us today. It's going to be an amazing service. I'm so glad you're here. God, we worship you. We bless your holy name. We are just going to worship you with all we've got. Wanting a place to hide this weary soul, this bag of bones. Yeah. I try with all my might, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting, a vagabond. And just when I am 
nothing can change the way I belong to you yes I do nothing can separate thank you Lord nothing can change the way you love me nothing can change the way I belong to you yes yes I do nothing can Jesus, I am a child of God. Let's go back to that bridge. Nothing, 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 nothing can separate us from God's love. Don't you love that? Nothing can separate us from God's love. Nothing can change the way you love me. Nothing can change the way I belong to you. Yeah. Yes, I do. Nothing can separate. Sing it again, sing it again. Nothing can change the way you love me. Nothing can change the way. No, no. I belong to you. Yes, I do. Nothing can separate. Oh, I'm going to climb a mountain. child of love on you today when I think about you and all that you've done for me I'm filled with joy how about y'all does he fill you with joy thank you Lord <laughs> hallelujah we worship the God who was we worship the God who is we worship the God who evermore will be he opened the prison doors he parted the raging seas my god he holds the victory yeah there's joy in the house of the lord there's joy in the house of the lord today and we won't be quiet no we're gonna shout out your praise there's joy in the house of the lord our god is surely in this place and we won't be quiet we shout out your praise, hallelujah. We shout out your praise. 
God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes a way. Yes, because he hung up on that cross and he rose up from that grave. Our God still rolling stones away. Yes, there's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet, no. We're going to shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We'll shout out your praise, yes. We'll shout out your praise. Hallelujah. We were the beggars. Now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. Now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Yes, let the house of the Lord sing. Praise. Sing it again. We were the beggars. Now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. Yes. Now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. Oh, 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 oh. We shout out your praise. We shout, we shout, we shout out your praise. Give him a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, King of kings and Lord of lords, we just worship you today. We thank you that you have given us freedom, that we can choose to come to you and live a life of freedom in you, Lord. You are so amazing. So, so good to us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free. Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Thank you, Lord. Free at last, He has ransomed me. Oh, His grace runs deep. While I was a slave, 
Free today. Oh, is free. Yes. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Yes. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. the voices. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. One more time. One more time. Get it in your spirit. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We bless your holy name. We Come bless on, give your me praise holy for that name. today, church. Come on, give me praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Child of God, amen. Glory. Thank you, Lord. You thought I was worth saving. So you came changed my life you thought I was worth keeping yes so you cleaned me up inside you thought I was to die for so you sacrificed your life so I could be free so I could be whole so I could tell everyone I know you thought I was worth saving 
So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Yes, you are. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. You worth it today, church. Come on. So you came and changed, changed my, my life. life. You, you thought I was worth keeping. Oh, you are worth keeping. Hallelujah. So you cleaned me up inside. You, you thought I was to die for. Yeah. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. Sing it out, church. Here you go.
So you clean me up inside. You thought I was to die for. Hallelujah. You thought I was to die for. Church, he thought you were to die for. Come on. You thought I was worth saving. So you came my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. Hallelujah, church. You thought I was to die for. Hallelujah. He thought you were to die for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now, hallelujah. And now I am free. Just another few more seconds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, thank you, thank you, thank you for changing me. Hallelujah for keeping me. Hallelujah for dying for me today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Aren't you glad you're free? You're whole? Now it's our turn to tell everybody we know. Amen? God bless you. Pastor Kerry. Hey, that was awesome. Isn't our God good? We love you, Lord. We just bless you. Give him one more shout. This has just been fun. Hallelujah, God. You are, you are so awesome, and we thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you'll just have a mighty, mighty move in this service, that you'll get rid of any nerves, that you will just speak to us and teach us and help us to hear from you today. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen, amen. You can be seated. Hey, PCA family, we have so many things going on. We want to make sure you stay in touch with all of them. 
to be sure and stay connected, take a look at the following slides. Board nominations are being collected in the lobby. Be sure and pray for the Lord's guidance and make your nomination today. On February the 15th, there will be a ladies movie and popcorn night. It'll take place from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Be sure and sign up in the lobby and let us know that you're interested in coming to this great event. For our Easter production, every Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. in the library, they'll be holding practices. We need to get a good start on this, so be sure and join them at 6 o'clock p.m. in the library every Monday until the production. On February the 27th at 10 o'clock a.m., we'll have a baby dedication. If you have some babies you'd like to dedicate to the Lord, be sure and call 762-2401. For those wanting to follow the Lord in water baptism, on March the 6th at 10 o'clock a.m., we'll have a water baptism service. Be sure and sign up in the lobby today to let us know that you're interested in being baptized. To find out more about the slides you just saw, be sure and visit PCAChurch.com. Thank you for coming and welcome home. You found a place to belong, to believe, and to become. Good morning, PCA. Good morning. Great day to worship the Lord, isn't it? So, I got a little bit, if you're new here, I don't know. We got these VIP cards are behind the chairs. Fill it out. Stick it in the offering tray. That way we can get to know you a little bit. Uh, we'll send you cards. Get a gift bag out in the lobby when you leave. Um, offering. or So giving is an act of worship. And we've worshiped with our voice. So now it's time offering-wise we worship with what God's given us. So there's different ways to give here at PCA. You can mail to 2313 East Prospect. Uh, text to give at PCA Church at 844-390-2401. Give online at pcachurch.com slash contributions. There's an app. You can give in the app. If you don't have the app, go to the app store, search PCA Church, follow the prompts to download it, and there's a kiosk out in the lobby. So I got a scripture this morning I want to share about. It's actually entitled Generosity Encouraged out of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all, that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. So, if God's given to you, and God's put it on your heart to give something, just give it. God always, God always provides. I've been through many times in my life when I shouldn't have made it, and God has provided because I have given back what he, my tithe and offering what he's put on my heart. Ushers, will you guys please come forward? If you'll bow with me in prayer real quick. Father, we thank you for this time we get to come together. Father, we get to come together freely, Father, and worship you not only with our voices, Father, but with what you've given us. Father, I pray that you bless this offering, bless where it's going, Father, and bless the giver, Father, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Father, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, good morning. How is everybody? Well, it is an honor and a privilege to be here this morning. Pastor, thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to come and, and to share with you guys. While we were worshiping, it's hard to follow up something like that. Worship was amazing. Um, you guys are very blessed. Um, we were singing that whom the sun sets free is free indeed, right? And so today we want to just share our freedom stories with you. Um, how many of you are familiar with Teen Challenge? I'm pretty sure the majority of you. But for those of you that aren't, so Teen Challenge was started in 1958 by a pastor by the name of David Wilkerson, who while fasting from television was drawn to a magazine article. He was led by the Holy Spirit to go and reach out to this group of boys who were on trial for the murder of a polio kid. He was basically laughed out of a courtroom. No one could understand why this passionate man of God had a desire to see these young boys set free. And so he wasn't ever able to reach that specific group of boys, but through his continual obedience, he was able to reach some of the same um, gang members of the same, the same gang and start the first Teen Challenge in Brooklyn, New York in February of 1958. The one simple act of obedience from a man has radically changed the lives of people all over the world. You know, Teen Challenge has more than 200 facilities in the United States. We have over 1,400 facilities throughout the world, and we serve in over 125 countries. One simple act of obedience. That's powerful. You know, it's always an honor to be in a, in a church service with one of our graduates. It's so good to see Courtney today. And so... You know, Courtney completed her program several months back, and then she stayed on, and she did the, the reentry program. And, man, we've just watched her blossom. And so it's such a privilege and just an honor to be in here with her today. And so we're super proud of her. By a show of hands, how many of you are directly affected by the drug epidemic in, in the country? Like, everyone in some way is affected, whether it's personally or it's somebody that you know. You know, Oklahoma is number one in the nation for women who are incarcerated, and it has been for more than 25 years. You know, there are 3.6 million people that will die every single year lost in their addiction, and over 10,000 will die every single day. And over the next minute of me speaking, seven people will lose their fight to addiction. So what's the solution to the drug epidemic here in the state of Oklahoma? So we are part of a much larger organization. We're part of Oklahoma Adult and Teen Challenge. Our state headquarters is in Oklahoma City, and our state director is Pastor Wayne Gray. We have several centers across the state. We have three men's facilities. We've got a, a men's facility in Cache, Oklahoma, that's kind of our, our pioneer. It's been here the longest. Um, and then we've got a men's center in Stillwater. And we currently have 150-bed occupancy behind the walls of the Lawton prison system where it seemed like there was no hope. These men were, were lost and broken. It didn't look like they were ever going to have hope again. Jesus is, is finding them behind the walls of this prison system. And so that's super powerful. Yeah. We have two adolescent facilities. We have a girls' ranch in Disney and then a boys' ranch in Jay. 
We have two women's facilities. We have uh, Freedom House that's in Shakota, and then we are the ladies from Green Country Adult and Teen Challenge. So Green Country actually started off in 2013 when uh, Freedom House moved to Shakota. They were given the property out in Shakota, and they moved to Shakota. And so it started off as a, as a reentry house, um, and that didn't do so well. And so they started a men's facility at Green Country. Then a few years later, it transitioned from men and women. How many of you know that's a complicated scenario? You got men on one side, women on the other. Um, and then in 2019, the current, the directors at the time were called to go and take over Puerto Rico Teen Challenge. So Pastor Nelly and, and Pastor Jose um, went to Puerto Rico and God had opened a, a door for me to come and, and to be a part of Green Country. And it's just been the most amazing journey, right? If you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. You know, I, I like to say that I have the best job ever. I get to watch God take women that come in broken, hopeless, helpless, and I get to watch him radically change their lives. You know, I'm super excited about Mary Elizabeth getting to come to, to this service and just the, the radical transformation. We go way back to the to the first time that she came, and I've just I've seen so much growth, and I've seen so much change in her life. And so, just being able to share that with you, you know, the word says that we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And so, at this time, the ladies are going to come up, and they are going to sing a song for you guys, and then we'll get started again.
Hi, my name is Jennifer. I'm 47 years old. I've been in the program for almost 11 months. What brought me to Teen Challenge was years of self-harm and addiction. What God has taught me since being at Teen Challenge is that I can believe in an invisible God. But he loved me so much, he sent his own son to die for me. The verse that I stand on is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Hey, my name is Shaylee. I'm 20 years old. I've been in the program for five months. Before coming to Teen Challenge, I was addicted to methamphetamine, and my life was terrible. Um, I was stuck in insanity, and it was crazy, but... But since coming to Teen Challenge, I've learned that God has bigger plans for me than I could ever imagine. And um, the verse that I stand on is Ephesians 2.10, where we are a masterpiece created anew in Jesus Christ. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm 33. I've been in Teen Challenge for four months. Before coming to Teen Challenge, I was addicted to methamphetamines and chaos. While being in Teen Challenge, I've learned that leaning on God and having self-worth and loving myself. The first I stand on is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Those who become Christians are not the same person anymore. They are a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. Hey, I'm Mariah. Um, I am 29 years old. I have been in the program for four months. <laughs> um, before coming into Teen Challenge, I um, suffered lots of loss, trauma, and um, addiction of substances of any kind just to cope. Um, and what led me to Teen Challenge was coming to the end of myself. Um, since being in Teen Challenge, I have learned how to forgive myself how to forgive other people, and how to completely give God control. And the verse that I stand on is, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Now go in peace. My name's Ashley. I'm 24 years old. I have been in the program for two months. What brought me to Teen Challenge was um, at the age of eight, I endured a, I was a victim of sexual assault to the age of 10, which opened many um, doorways to hurt and numbing anything that did with that, which led to strong addiction to methamphetamines. Um, since coming to Teen Challenge, I've learned that I do have a voice and that God does hear me. Um, he has let me know that I'm going to help other people, and I've learned to thank him for everything that's led me up to this point. And he's turned my tragedies into faith and my despair into hope. And the verse I stand on is Proverbs 24, 27. Um, Finish your outdoor work, then prepare your fields. After that, build your house. My name is Caitlin. I'm 23 years old. 
Um, I've been in Teen Challenge for three months. What brought me to Teen Challenge was I was addicted to methamphetamine. Um, I ended up in and out of jail and landed in prison. Um, I lost everything I own, even myself. Since being at Teen Challenge, they helped me get out of prison. They helped me gain everything back and more, even myself. And I don't need dope to cope anymore. Um, the verse I stand on is Psalm 76.3. There he broke the flaming arrows, the shield and the sword and the weapons of war. Good morning, friends. I'm Casey. I'm 36 years old. I've been in the program three months now. Uh, what brought me to Teen Challenge was just years and years of brokenness, addiction, grief, loss. And um, what I've learned since I've been here is there's nothing that life can hand me that God won't see me through. And um, I'm here to wash feet and just continue to strive and to seek him and grow in the Lord. The verse I stand on is Proverbs 30, 31, 25, excuse me. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. Thank you all. God bless you. Hello, my name is Jessica. I'm 39 years old. I've been in the program for seven months. Uh, I have come to Teen Challenge for depression and anxiety. Since I have been in the program, I have gained peace and joy. And the verse that I stand on is Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay, so my name is Mary Elizabeth. <laughs> I have been in the program for 10 months. What brought me to Teen Challenge was um, a heavy addiction to opiates and uh, methamphetamine. It was brought on from a childhood um, of abuse. I was born to two addicts. My father eventually came and got help and found the Lord. Yes. My mom, however, did not. My mom was a very miserable, bitter woman um, who suffered from mental illness. Uh, I never knew which mother I was going to get. I didn't know if she was going to welcome me back from school or for wherever uh, with open arms or if those same arms would be the ones that she would use as instruments to try and take my life, which she did on multiple occasions. As a child, you're confused, you know? Your dad leaves and you don't know it's to get better, so you feel rejected. What did I do wrong? Your mother wants you dead. There's more rejection. So I turned to drugs, anything to numb my pain. Uh, I became very violent in school, very violent. Um, I used drugs from the age of eight all the way to 13 as heroin was my drug of choice at that young of an age. To say that every path of light or any opportunity to better myself uh, was darkened is very much an understatement. I never had love. I thought maybe my mother loved me, but I knew for a fact that I had um, walked through pure hatred. I never knew what love was. I never had a blueprint for that. <laughs> um, so as I got older, I realized that um, 
my life was not only chaos, but it was extremely destructive. I was going downhill super fast. Um, I was getting in deep everywhere I went. I was hurting everybody I loved or tried to love, because remember, I don't know what that is at this point. Um, I moved out here to Oklahoma from California to try to better myself and to get away from the rat race, is how I say it. And uh, two years into that, my mother died. She had gotten sober a little bit, and so I just got to know her, and then she passes away. So the second they put her in the ground, I put a needle in my arm. A four-day trip for her funeral turned into a 28-day spiral. My mental health was gone. I came in an altercation with two police officers and woke up in a mental hospital. Come back, got sober a little bit again, found out I was pregnant with my daughter. That little girl was my best friend, but I could not stop the drugs to save my life or hers. I thought that my children would be better off without me, that the world would be better off without me. So I signed over the rights to my children that the Lord had entrusted to me. So we have rejection, and now the shame creeps in. You're a horrible person. Your mom didn't want you. Your children are better off without you. So I continue to use one service, actually, in this same church, same black and white service I heard about, Teen Challenge. I took a step out. I went the first time, still wasn't done running, so I thought. Come back a second time, they welcomed me again, gave me another opportunity. I still wasn't ready, but this time, whoo, but this time. <laughs> this time, it wasn't just checking a box. I get to open the word. I get to dive in it and dissect it. And in every single word is God breathe that just blows fire to the fire in my soul that I got for the Lord. Just the mention of his name, I fall in love with him more and more every day. That's a love that can't be taken or shaken. That's a joy that can't be taken or shaken. I'm so grateful for the instrument people God uses at Teen Challenge and in this church. And for once, I know what real love is. It's for me and it's for each of us. The verse that I stand on is James 4.10. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Yeah. What is reality? Reality is graduating high school and ending up in an abusive relationship. It's July 4th, 2018. You have to go to Amarillo to say bye to your grandmother for the last time. And that's when your life becomes chaos. You start using Tremadol, Xanax, and snorting Coke. And when that quits working that next November, you try meth for your very first time. Reality is being so lost in your addiction, you let a 
friend use your car just to get your next fix and they end up totaling it. And when your parents find out and ask you, you lie to them and say he stole it, which le leaves them with a grand theft auto and grand larceny charge. How do I know that was reality? Because that was me. Reality is growing up without a father, searching for love in all types of unhealthy relationships, trying so hard to fill the void, you become obsessed with this man and pregnant with his child. Is being so careless and lost in your addiction, you cause an accident, almost killing your only sister and yourself, spending the next 27 months in prison. It is lying about pain in your body to the point of having a partial hysterectomy just to get the next pill, leaving you unable to ever have children again. It is relapsing at the same time as your grandma is dying, you intentionally overdosing so you could die right along with her. How do I know that was reality? Because that was me. Even though we all have different realities, we've all been saved and changed by the one same truth. And the truth is, I did uh, end up in an abusive relationship after high school, but now I know no one can love me as much as Jesus Christ. And I did fall into addiction when I lost my grandmother, but thanks to <clears throat> Teen Challenge, I can finally enjoy Fourth of July for the first time because that's the day I got baptized. And I did lie to my parents about someone stealing my car, but God has pulled me up from that pit and set me on a rock, the rock of Jesus Christ. And a week, a week and a half later, I came to Teen Challenge. I've now been in the program for nine months. Since coming to Teen Challenge, I have got my self-worth back, and I finally have a hope for my future. And I now know I don't need drugs to be happy. My name is Chardonnay, and the ver verse I stand on is Psalm 73:26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And the truth is, I did look for a father figure in all types of unhealthy relationships. But today, I know who my father is, and he is for me, not against me. And the truth is, I did want to end my life when my grandma died. But today, my God has saved me and gave me a new sense of peace. He's close to the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And the truth is, I did miss precious time with my kids. But my God is teaching me to be a better mother a better daughter, and a better friend. He's still in the restoration business. Yeah. And the truth is, I did leave green country after 60 days thinking I had it together. But my God's a God of completion. So I came back to green country, and now I get to wake up with a better feeling than any drug I've ever done. Yeah. 
My name is Kayla. I've been at Team Challenge for 11 months. And the verse that I stand on is Exodus 15:2. God is my strength, my defense, and has become my salvation. Amen. Amen, amen. You know, it's difficult for people to, to get up and, and share their lives with people. Um, it takes a state of vulnerability. And, but praise God, the word says that we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. And so, um, you know, these ladies would tell you that Teen Challenge is the hardest thing they've ever done. Courtney, was it the hardest thing you've ever done? <laughs> you know, they get up very early. The ladies are up at 5.30 every single morning. They hit the ground running. They do chores because the Lord tells us to be good stewards of what he's blessed us with for that season. And so teaching them how to, to keep a house clean and how to do just daily chores. Then they have breakfast, and then after that they do some more chores. <laughs> And then we have worship or we have chapel. Then after that, we branch off. So some of the ladies are at home and they're working on their personal studies for new Christians on how to develop their, their personal walk with Jesus Christ. They're also learning how to have good boundaries with, you, with yourself and with other people and about their self-image and who God says that they are. We also have contracts on our family stuff, so we begin to dissect the family issues and, and the dynamics of, you know, a lot of us come from dysfunctional families, and so we start digging into that, and then after that, we start working on purity, and then we start dealing with rejection, abandonment, and getting all of those little things out so that when they leave, that they're set up for success. And so they're also doing group studies um, every week, which they're learning how to overcome temptation in their life. How many of you know that just because you got saved doesn't mean temptations aren't going to come? And so they're learning how to overcome those. They're learning how to be obedient to God and how to be obedient to man. You know, those are things that most addicts don't know how to do. We're always right. It's always us, us, us. And so after that, they go to the thrift store. How many of you guys ever get to Tulsa? Well, if you ever come to Tulsa, come by Tulsa Super Thrift. Like, we literally have everything that you could possibly think of or want. We have a 16,000-square-foot store, um, so it's huge. We also have a box truck, so if you guys ever do a garage sale or you ever have furniture that you want to get rid of, we would love to drive down and pick it up from you. Um, it would be a huge blessing. Um, we also operate a cleaning business, so we have a, a cleaning company called New Creations Cleaning. Um, we're teaching these ladies a trade, right? The majority of the women who come through the doors are convicted felons, me being one of those. Um, and so it's teaching them how to have good work skills, how to get up every morning and go to work. How many of you know most drug addicts don't get up and go to work? So we're teaching them to get up and be faithful at things we're teaching them good phone skills phone etiquette customer service so that when they do complete the program we can go and we can give them a reference for them working for us for a year so that they have a job reference when they when they complete so we also have a, a marketing department how many of you guys play golf anybody hey well so we're hosting our second annual golf tournament on april the first 
um, at the Indian Springs Golf Club in Broken Arrow. And so we would love for you guys to put a team together and come down and hang out with us for the day. Um, so these ladies, like I said, they tell you it's the hardest thing that they've ever done. I know for me, it was the hardest thing I'd, I'd ever done. Um, you know, I grew up in church, doing church every Sunday, every Wednesday. I graduated from an AP Christian high school, so I knew who God was. But no one had ever taught me the importance of actually developing a personal one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ. And so from a very young age, my father, um, you know, he, did, he was more occupied with trying to make a name for himself. And so that took up the majority of his time. And so from a very young age, I just began believing a lie that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't pretty enough, and that if I couldn't get my father's love, then how would I get anybody else's? And so I just quit trying. I'd look for love in all the wrong places, like they say. And, you know, I started using drugs at a very young age. Um, In 2009, um, I had three kids, had been married for several years, and I found myself facing 20 years in a federal penitentiary to supply a heroin addiction that had simply spiraled out of control. I didn't wake up one morning when I was 13 and say, hey, I think I want to be a junkie. I didn't wake up one morning and say, hey, I think I want to destroy everybody's lives that I come into contact with, my, my parents, my kids, my husband, you know. And so I would go through a, a, a really disgusting divorce that got really dirty, um, and I didn't have anything. I mean, you know, sometimes the Lord just wants us to have nothing so that we have to look up. And he had put somebody in my path that had graduated this program called Teen Challenge, and he said, Stephanie, the only way your life is ever going to, the only way you're ever going to get the peace that you are so desperately seeking for and everything else is if you go and you surrender and you allow God to mold you and shape you. And so on July the 23rd of 2009, I entered the doors of the Russellville Teen Challenge where God would immediately meet me at the door. You know, the obsession to get high is what kept me in my rat race. It was the, the fear of what would happen if I wasn't getting high. And at this time, I hadn't seen my kids in two years. I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't even know what my little girl's voice sounded like because I had left when she was a baby. You know, I kept seeing God restore all these people's relationships, and I kept seeing him do all these things for people, and he was doing stuff for me. I wanted a relationship with my kids so bad. And so every year at Christmas, they give us a $25 gift card for every kid to go to Walmart and buy our kids gifts. Keep in mind, it was the first year I'd bought Christmas gifts for my kids in several years. And a week later, the (laughs) Pope County Sheriff's Office was there to to put me in handcuffs and carry me out the door. Um, I... All of my charges would begin to, I had eight warrants in eight different counties and would go to to jail. And on the ride to the, they extradited me from Pope County to to Little Rock. And and the cops, (laughs) he said, you're probably one of the most happy people I've ever had in the back of my car. And I said, that's Jesus. That's not Stephanie, that's Jesus. And so he just radically changed my life. I would like to say that my relationship with my kids was fixed overnight. It wasn't. Um, however, that 20-year sentence that I had sitting over my head, I went to jury trial, I got five years probation, 
with the possibility of expungement afterwards. And so I am no longer a convicted felon because that's the God I serve. At six months into my program, he told me I was, he was calling me to full-time ministry and gave me a vision of running a women's facility. And I looked at my director and I said, Miss Kim, I'm going to sit right where you sit. And she said, I have no doubt. She said, I have no doubt. It didn't happen overnight. It was a, a long journey. I've literally done every job that you could possibly do at Team Challenge, from intake to thrift store, everything. Um, but in 2019, I had come and I had worked for Freedom House when it was in Sepulpa for a very short period of time. Um, I wasn't ready for what Freedom House had to offer. So the very same center that I walked out of the center of God's will for my life is the exact center that the Lord has me at today, leading these ladies. Again, that's God. Like, he's so powerful, and his ways are so much bigger than ours, right? So we also have, how many of you guys have seen us out fundraising? Probably the men in this area. Um, so you've seen us out. We're selling items like this. Get up, Sean. It's the right way. Um, we're selling items like this. We do have a table outside in the foyer. Stop by and check us out. This one is not for sale. This is for Pastor and his family. So thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. At this time, the ladies are going to they're gonna start getting lined up. Um, I'm going to tell you a couple more things, but they've got to walk around the sanctuary. How many of you got one of these um, pamphlets when you walked in? It's got a prayer card in it. If you did not get one, please see us outside at the table. There is a prayer card in here. I know that I'm at, I know that I was put in Teen Challenge because somebody prayed for me, right? I had parents that prayed for me and hit their knees every day to see my life change. And so we want to partner with you and your needs. Our ladies take chapel time every single day. They're in that chapel, and they're praying for other people. So we would love to partner with you and, and just join and petition heaven for your needs. And so after the ladies complete, how many of you know some of us just don't have places that we need to go home to? Um, you know, sometimes you do have to change your people, places, and things. And so for um, those ladies that feel like they're called to ministry, that um, can say, man, I know I have a call of God in my life. I want to see what that looks like. We do offer an internship for ladies. Um, it's an, another year-long program. However, after completion of that program, they can go work for any team challenge in the world. Um, and then we also have the Transitional Living House. So when I came over here, one of the things that I felt like we did really good at, we were able to get ladies clean, but there was a breakdown in between people who didn't really feel like they were called to ministry but knew they weren't ready to go home. And so we opened up a, a transitional living house there in Sepulpa, and, and Miss Courtney is one of our completers of that. And so, um, you know, we always, we want to be able to set them up for success. And so we don't just kick them to the curb when they get finished and say, well, now you're, the rubber meets the road. We want to, to help them in their, in their journey. And so after the ladies do their cardboard song, we're actually going to turn the service back over to Pastor. But before I close out the service, we want you to be filled with hope, either for yourself or for a loved one. 
that we are never too far gone to be saved and that the strongholds such as eating disorders, drug addiction, abuse, depression, these strongholds do not intimidate our God. And he is mighty to save. And he brought to you today living, breathing proof that he is still in the restoration and redemptive business. And so after the cardboard song, Pastor, we're going to turn it back over to you. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to come and be a part of your service today.
So I'll shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain. Cause I'm not who I used to be. I am redeemed. You said Come on, let's give God praise for this. Stay right here, ladies. Thank you. God bless you so much. Thank you. What powerful testimonies. Enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God has come to give us life and give us life in abundance. We are partnered with this ministry, and I thank God that when you give to this church... It meets the needs of this house, but it meets the needs of so many other houses. Amen. And whenever it touches us in our churches, in our homes, we need to be the answer. Amen. And so today I want to give you an opportunity to give to this ministry. We're going to take up another offering because I want us to bless this ministry. I, I wish that... Um, they didn't have to have the thrift store. They got so much money. We don't need a thrift store. But then what would everybody do to work? You know? But I got to tell you, it took everything inside of me today. Not to run up here and hug these girls. Thank God for God. Amen. 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 So I want you to get your checkbooks out and get your money ready. They say, I wasn't ready to give. Well, just... Write a check by faith. No. <laughs> I told a story this morning in our marriage class that I was reminded of this week. Battles. And I remember when, when I was in seminary and we were having a battle with finances and I had $20. It had to last me all week for my sodas and chips and stuff at work. $20. And that Sunday morning, God said, do you trust me? I said, yes, of course I trust you. I'm getting trained to be a minister. Of course I trust you. <laughs> He said, well, give me that $20. I said, what? So when the offer came around, I gave it. I wish I could say I did it cheerfully. But at least I was obedient. And I remember walking out of the church that morning. And I had a guy walk up to me and shake my hand. And it was a $100 bill. And at that moment, God told me, I will always take care of you. If you trust me. Amen. So today you may be battling finances, I don't know. And I'm not saying uh, that if I shake your hand on the way out, I'm going to give you a $100 bill. So don't expect <laughs> that. But I am saying that God will provide for you right. when you trust Him. And I want to be a blessing to this ministry today. So the ushers are coming and they're going to give us an opportunity to give.
But while they're doing that, I want you to come and I want you to stand by these ladies. And I want us, after you give, I want you to walk down here join around us. Because the enemy still wants to destroy That's these right. ladies. That's right. I thank God that there's some that have been in at one time and two times and now three times. That's right. That's right. There's our girl right there, and I'm so yes. proud of her today. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But the only reason they could come back once, twice, or three times is because Teen Challenge has the money. Do anybody want to do that? And so you may say, it's all about money. No, it's all about people. But life is expensive. That's right. So we want you to get ready to give. We're going to pray over that. But as soon as you get through giving, we'll just go ahead and stand up. Go ahead and stand up. As soon as you get through giving, I want you to come to the front. We're going to gather around these ladies. They're going to sing this song. I, ask them, I speak Jesus. And as a church, we're going to speak Jesus over these ladies. Because you don't think the enemy's going to attack them for standing up here and testifying today? Oh, yes, he will. And it took so much courage for them to talk about the realities of what was and now the reality of what is. Yes. And so today we're going we're gonna to come around them, but we're going to let them know that we're here. We all go through this together. Because right here in this auditorium today, there may be somebody who's just like these ladies. They just haven't let anybody know about it yet. And I want you to know this church loves you. This church will be there for you. We will pray with you. We will help you. And and I thank God for Courtney. She has such a light on her face. Amen. Amen. Uh, And I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. So I want to pray over this, and then we're going to get busy about ministry, okay? Would you do that for me? Father, today, thank you for these ladies. Thank you for their lives that have been changed. They're no longer the, the person, the, the creation they were in sin, but they're a brand new creature in Christ. Their DNA has been changed. I pray, God, right now, bless them, touch them. Lord, this ministry, put your hands over it. But God, today, I thank you for the gift that the people in our church are going to give to support them. I thank you, God, for people writing checks, for people giving cash, for people who say, you know what? This is important. It's more important than another bag of chips or a soda this weekend at the, at the thrift store. Maybe it's worth my lunch money. I'm going to spend on lunch today. I don't know. But God, you speak to every heart as to what they should give. I thank you in advance for the gifts. And I pray right now, God, that you touch those who give today. In your precious name we pray. Amen. And amen. As you give, I want you to come up to the front. We're just going to stand around these. If you feel, if you feel directed and you feel really drawn to one of these young girls, Would you just kind of come up with them and just kind of stand beside them and put your arms around them? Because these are awesome ladies of God. I think some of you may have identified with some of them whenever they were speaking. So just come up, Pastor Karen, sing this song. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. 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 Over every heart and every mind. Yes. Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I 
just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Just lift your hands over and just speak Jesus over Hallelujah Your name is power Your name is healing Your name is life Break every stronghold Shine through the shadows
somebody that's addicted to drugs, alcohol, pornography, somebody that's depressed, somebody that's angry, somebody that's hurting, and you know of them, I want you to raise your hand right now. You've got somebody like that that you know. Look at this. Wow. This world is hurting. The people are looking for something that's real. I saw this morning on the news where four grains of fentanyl will kill a person. That's equal to four grains of salt. We're losing 3.6 million people a year to fentanyl and opioid overdoses. I wouldn't want to lose one of these. Jesus leaves 99. It goes for that one. It goes for that one. Thank you, Lord. You are that one. God's got a plan for you. Amen. God loves you. Amen. God's going to do great things through you. But I want us to pray for all these people that raise their hands. Raise your hands up again. You know somebody close to you. Wow. That's why I would encourage you. If you've got kids, bring them to Sunday schools, equip classes. They need, to be, they, they need to be taught how to have a relationship with God and how to pray and how to read the Word. Right now we're going to pray. I want you to lift your hands. Everybody in this place, we're just going to pray. Father, I don't know these people that these hands represent, but you do. And God, before they were formed in their mother's womb, you knew them and you had a plan for their life. A life for them to breathe and move and have their being in you. And God, right now, I just speak Jesus over all of these hands that have been raised. God, right now, we go on the offensive and we declare that the enemy let go of our kids. The enemy let go of our friends. The enemy let go of our families. In Jesus' name. God, this is a year, I, I said it in January, this is a year for signs and wonders and miracles to happen. And I believe that like never before. God, greater miracles, you've brought them in front of us this morning. No one is past your love. God, I pray right now over these hands that were raised in Jesus' name, you know where they are. And you know how they're hurting. And how they don't need somebody to condemn them. They need somebody to convince them that God loves them. And that God has a plan for their life. And instead of looking for love in a needle or, or some kind of drugs or alcohol or something just to numb life. God, I pray they find you, Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher of our faith today. And God, they find a word to stand on. 
boy, this rock, I will build my church, the word of God. God, right now, we just, we just begin to declare, break every stronghold in Jesus' name. Break every stronghold, break every addiction in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at pcachurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.